Today's gospel comes from the, the 10th chapter of Mark, starting with the 17th verse. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit an eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He said to him, Teacher, I have kept all these since my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, You lack one thing. Go, sell what you own, and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When he heard this, he was shocked and went away grieving, for he had many possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were perplexed at these words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were greatly astounded and said to one another, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God, all things are possible. Peter began to say to him, Look, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news, who will not receive a hundredfold now in this age, houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children and fields with persecutions, and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. The Gospel of our Lord. I wanted to start off this morning by showing you my number. Three. Three is the number of field education students that you have had from the seminary, and it also stands for the fact that this is my third sermon here at Upper Dublin. Peace be with you. We come together again today to celebrate our new stewardship campaign, Strength in Numbers, to celebrate what we are already doing here in this community, but also to commission us to keep growing and expanding our work both inside and outside of this place. Jesus spent his time on earth preaching and teaching while building community. Though he kept only a few close to him, Jesus built communities and strength in numbers. He had thousands of people following him around the country, finding him in remote places and asking for his help. Jesus had strength in numbers. Our story today is another great example of Jesus building community and strength in the number of his followers. In our story today, a rich man comes to Jesus asking how he can inherit eternal life. The author of Mark makes it clear that this individual is a rich man, someone with many possessions, 
probably of high status in society. Jesus tells the man, it is not enough to follow the commandments, which is good for us because it's really hard to follow all 10 commandments all the time. Am I right? But Jesus says, go, sell what you own and give the money away and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. So the man is told to sell everything, to give money to the poor, and then join the Jesus community. This would get him into the kingdom of heaven. When I think about what it means to be rich, I think of someone who seeks to gain for themselves, to accumulate stuff, and to advance for their own self-interest. Though I am by no means rich, I have accumulated a lot of stuff. Pastors kind of have an obsession with books. The thought of having to sell all of my books makes me very sad. So I can only sympathize with this rich man in the story when he is told to sell everything. For any of us, it would be an impossible request to give up everything we own. Jesus even understands what he is asking. He says it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. For context, this phrase is an equivalent figure of speech to when pigs fly. So essentially, Jesus is saying a rich man will go to heaven when pigs fly. Jesus knows he is asking the impossible, but it is his invitation into community that is the most important part. We don't need stuff to follow God. We need faith, love, each other, and the desire to grow and build this community. Our relationships with one another are the most important to God. The community we build around Jesus' teachings and work is what God favors the most. Jesus had strength in numbers, and so do we. When we come together as adults and youth to journey through catechetics, when we gather on Saturdays to make food and distribute it at Chosen 300, when we gather for Bible study or committee meetings or God on tap during the week, when we gather for all our special occasions, global mission, Oktoberfest, beer and carols, when we gather here on Sunday morning, in the sanctuary, in the outdoor chapel, or in the sunroom. These are the times we build community with one another in the name of God. These interactions make us rich in relationships, not rich in stuff. Since I didn't give you a long census from the book of Numbers like Pastor Keith did last week, I thought I would give you a census of our church. Did you know that the tribe of Upper Dublin has 1,259 baptized members? That right there is a powerful example of our strength in numbers. But did you also know we have seven different music ensembles, we host 37 special events such as the fabulous Oktoberfest, we have two youth groups, we have nine Christian education programs for youth and children, and five for adults. We participate in eight social ministry programs like the flea market, 
interfaith hospitality network, and worship at our local nursing homes. We've spent 13 years in partnership with our companion synod in Tanzania. We have 12 activities and small groups from Boy Scouts to Fishing for Fun to Book Club and Eve Circle. We have five different evangelism ministries such as God on Tap and Coffee and Conversation and our wonderful greeters who are always happy no matter the time of day or the weather outside. I wish I had your energy. Though I'm pretty sure that Jesus wasn't teaching theology in pubs or gathering for beer and pretzels, Jesus was building community with the people around him through his teaching, around meals, during travel, and everywhere in between. When we engage in activities in the church, we are engaging in community. We forego our individual identities our individual needs, wants, and gains to come together for a greater good. We, too, are engaging in community, much like the followers of Jesus. We gather around our common Christian faith to live out the teachings with one another. Jesus knows that by asking us to give up everything, he is asking something impossible. But he has to ask these hard questions in order to get us thinking about what really matters. What is most important in your life? What could you truly not live without? I want you to take a few seconds and think about that. What is most important to you? I don't know about you, but the most important thing to me is my family, my friends, and my relationships, including my relationship with all of you. If I had to give up all of my books, I would do it if it meant that I could keep my relationship and my community with you. For this is what is most important to me, and I think it's also what's most important to Jesus. The rich man in our story is not mentioned again, which I interpret to mean he didn't do as Jesus asked. Now this man probably had a great life with all of his stuff, maybe it's clothing, books, gold, but it probably was not as rich of a life as he could have had if he had joined the community of Jesus. Our reading today contains one of my favorite Bible verses, Mark 10, 27 says, For us it is impossible, but not for God. With God all things are possible. When we are asked hard questions or are told to do the impossible, we need only remember that in community with God, even what seems impossible becomes possible. Maybe you're a visitor here today. Maybe you've been coming to this church your entire life. Or maybe you're somewhere in between. But something brought you here this morning. What would your life look like if you didn't have this beautiful church and community here at Upper Dublin? From what I've learned from all of you, Upper Dublin is home. It's a place of safety and security, a place you can explore and grow, a place you can be vulnerable, and a place where you find community. 
In the time I have been with you, this place has also become my home. Because you welcomed me in. You took me under your wing. You taught me your traditions. And you continue to show me that this is a church I want to be a part of. You are always engaging in community to grow our strength in numbers. We do this by outreach, through ministry, and in welcoming our new members and our visitors to this place you call home. When times get tough, when we are in need, we come home. It's not always an easy thing to do, but know that God is in this place, and this community is here for you. God needs us, and we need God. When we come together in a community of God, all things are possible. We can do anything we put our mind to, We can continue to grow as a church, but we can also continue to grow in mission and ministry because there is power and strength in numbers. Amen.